0: podcast five knowing versus being we all enjoy the powers of reasoning and knowledge which give us a sense of superiority over others in debates and intellectual conversations as we enjoy this sense of superiority We seek more opportunities to exercise these powers of reasoning and critical analysis. Our ego takes the center stage in the form of our opinions, ideas, and conclusions. We even get rewarded for the originality of our expression and our ideas. We use reward and recognition to develop a sense of exclusivity Our ego separates us from others and that could lead to the birth of condescending and insensitive attitudes. Fortunately, the very nature of our existence and being is based on love and each of us is programmed to revert back and be connected with someone or something else. We invariably gravitate toward developing an association or connection with that special someone, be it a human, an animal, or a plant. And that sense of association makes us respect the feelings of those we want to be associated with. Metaphorically, we begin thinking with the heart. We become self-conscious of our traits that are affecting our association or connection with those we love. We begin to analyze our mental traits. Nowhere gradually becomes known. As we begin focusing on our personality, the picture we see is no longer pleasant. The image of ourselves that we project outward is nowhere close to the one we actually see for ourselves. There is now a craving to round up the angularities in our personality with the purpose of making our association or connection better. This element of love is nature's program to propel us from an individual plane of existence to a group level. An ideal is born out of ideas and the journey begins in silence to achieve that self-transformative ideal. Conflict intensifies with every attempt to make ourselves better. The strength of our behavioral and personality traits comes into full play. With each failure, a sense of self-reflection and introspection kicks in, leading to a renewed effort the next time. As the drive to get out of the grip becomes intense, we begin deploying all our energies. All avenues of knowledge are used. Self-help resources are exhausted. All of the 7-step or 10-step methods are either completed with no benefit or are left in the middle with a sense of failure. To know is of limited use to be. We tend to repeat the same pattern of behavior of our communications that our near and dear stereotyped us with. Our actions are not aligned with who we want to be and who we profess ourselves to be. And that realization and self agreement has finally happened. An external intervention becomes necessary to pull us out of that rut. Take the case of a mechanical engineer who is an expert on the workings of an automobile and who wrote textbooks on automobiles. When that engineer is stuck on the roadside because of a car problem, all of that knowledge and expertise cannot come to rescue. Instead, a car mechanic or a passerby is needed to jumpstart the car. Likewise, in spite of all of our knowledge and in spite of all the books we might have read, offering us step-by-step approaches, we need something else outside us to pull us out of the grip of behavioral traits garnered from the past. Our aspiration to get our personality angularities rounded gives us a mindset ready to be inspired. We begin surrendering our knowledge to be like that someone who seemed to have already won the battle We are fighting so hard to win. And their being what we want to be, in spite of their knowledge being inferior to what we know, brings us close to their light. And in their light, we get inspired. And in their magnetic field, we get magnetized. The sense of fighting with ourselves, which we have been accustomed to, is replaced by a sense of beauty and harmony our enemy within us is overshadowed by someone we fell in love with. Thank you.